All right, I'm Matthew Roth, and welcome back to this podcast. We'll start off today with the NBA segment where Louie and I will give some playoff predictions, and then we'll take it over to soccer. Hello, now we are doing the NBA segment of this podcast. This is going to be a special episode where I'm going to do my entire playoff predictions. So uh, let's get started. First, we're going to do the East, starting with the play-in tournament game, seven versus eight, the Wizards versus the Celtics. I'm going to have a pretty big upset in actually the Wizards winning, and that would put them as the seven seed against Brooklyn. Next, we have the Pacers versus Hornets. I have again another, actually no, this is not going to be an upset. So this is going to eliminate the Hornets from the playoffs. And now it's the Pacers. Now we have the Celtics versus the Pacers. And again, I have another upset in the Pacers beating them. That puts the Pacers as the eight seed going against Philadelphia in the first round. In the other side of the bracket on the West, we have, we're going to start off with the seven versus eight game. The winner is automatically the seven seed. I have, this is going to be a really good game, Warriors versus Lakers. But again, I'm going to take the hot pick, the hot team, and take the Golden State Warriors. Again, I'm taking a bunch of upsets. But that would put them against the Phoenix Suns. Next, we have the Grizzlies versus Spurs. And this time, I'm not going to go with the upset. I'm going to go with the Spurs, I think, by a lot. Now, this is going to be the for the eight seed. Uh, this is the Grizzlies versus the Lakers, and I have the Lakers. So, they're going to be playing the Utah Jazz. Okay, so now we can really start, and we're going to start in the East. First, Philadelphia against Indiana. I have the, the one seed winning, no surprise here, the 76ers. They have Joel Embiid, who... He's probably not going to win MVP, but he has a slight chance to win MVP. But uh, no, he probably won't, and they're just a much better all-around team than the Pacers. Next, I have it's the Knicks versus the Hawks. I have the Knicks. Again, another pretty hot team. They just beat the Celtics, who were down like – they had like seven notable players that weren't playing that game, but they're still really hot. They also beat the Clippers, which is another big upset. So, yeah, I have – Knicks over the Hawks. Next, it's the Bucks versus the Heat, and I have the Bucks winning this. I think Giannis and Jimmy Butler, honestly, I think they're going to be about equal, but I think it's the supporting cast. Even though the Heat have a better bench, I just think that Chris Middleton is really going to step up this series and win it for Milwaukee. Next, it's going to be Brooklyn versus Washington. And I think this is going to be actually a surprisingly close series. But I think Brooklyn will prevail. Even though the Wizards, they're, they could be a sleeper team with a Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook. But, I mean, they just have too tough of a path. Now we are going to move on to round two of the East. So, first, we have the 76ers versus the Knicks. I want the Knicks to win, but I don't think they will. Again, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris. I think it's too much to handle for the Knicks, even though they have a really good and improved team from last year. This is a rematch 
uh, from the season. Milwaukee, I think, actually won the series between Milwaukee and Brooklyn. But I think Brooklyn will take it back. They have, I obviously, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie. I think they're all going to be in those games. There's no injuries or anything like that. So, yeah, I think with a fully healthy team, I think they can do it. So now these are going to be the conference finals. Philadelphia against Brooklyn. This is tough for me, but I think I'm going to pull what's technically not an upset, but I'm for most people, it is an upset, and I'm going to have Philadelphia winning it against Brooklyn. Now, this might come as a surprise, but I think that Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, in particular Ben Simmons, I think he's really going to step up in guarding Kyrie or James Harden. So that's going to put the Philadelphia 76ers in the finals. Next, we're going to move on to the West, which I'm going to have a bit more wild. And speaking of wild, Jazz versus Lakers, a pretty cold team in the Jazz and a pretty cold team in the Lakers. But honestly, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go with the Lakers, the ones, the eight seed beating the one seed, because I just think they're better and they have more talent. And I think they're just playing better. Next, I have the Clippers versus the Mavericks. And I know Luka is going to be really good, but I don't think he's enough to overpower the Clippers. They're just too good. Next, I have Denver versus Portland. I think Dame is going to go off, but I don't think CJ is going to have a good series. And I really think Jokic is really going to show why he is the favorite to win the MVP. Next, we have Phoenix versus Golden State. Uh, Golden State has who I think should be MVP, Steph Curry, 32 points a game. That's a season high for him. It's, and I mean, I mean, sorry, that's a career high for him. And I think it's actually going to go to seven games, but I do think that Phoenix will win. Next, we have the Lakers versus the Clippers. Again, the battle of LA, but I think the Clippers are going to prevail. All in all, I think Paul George and Kawhi are just going to play too well. Even though they, the Lakers have LeBron and Anthony Davis, I just think the Clippers are going to take the cake. Here we have Denver versus Phoenix, and I think we're going to have another upset. I think the Joker is really going to pull it off against Phoenix. I think he's going to – this is going to be actually an interesting matchup because Phoenix is really strong at the guards when uh, Denver has a stronger backcourt, but we're, we'll see. I'm taking Denver. And that means uh, Clippers versus Nuggets conference finals. And honestly, I'm going to take Denver. They're, I just love how they play and how Jokic, he's a scoring big man who also facilitates at the same time. So that's going to be a finals matchup of Denver versus Philadelphia, the two best centers in the league matching up. And I think Joel Embiid's going to win the finals for the 76ers. They're just an amazing team all around. They've been playing well this entire year. And, yeah, that's pretty much going to do it for me. Uh, Thank you for listening, and we're going to move it on to the basketball questions. All right, so now I will – ask Louis a few questions. Um, uh, and first to start off, uh, we saw Cinderella teams in March Madness. Um, do you see en- any Cinderella teams in the playoffs this year? 
Well, I'm not sure if this would count exactly, but if I see the Lakers making it as the eight seed, but I see oh, yeah, I could Utah. I could definitely agree with you there. I think LeBron James, now that he's back, the Lakers will be very good and they're gonna give all the teams a hard time. We'll see which team can actually stop them. Yeah, if that counts as a Cinderella, then that otherwise no. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I know I asked I know you answered this earlier, um, but who do you think will win the East? Like the East Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, um, I dis- I disagree with you there. Um I think the Nets can win the East. The Nets have the James Harden's back, right? The Nets are unstoppable when at full power. The 76ers, yeah, when they're at full power, they're good. But the they, Nets, they're unstoppable when they're at full didn't they like you lose to the Cavs some when they were what? Remember earlier in the season when they lost to the Cavs when they had all of them? Didn't they do that once? Yeah, by two. That's early in the season. And Harden wasn't on the team yet. Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Was he? All right. Um, who do you think will win the at the West? Uh, honestly, I think it will be again, uh, not a one seed. The Jazz. I actually think they're gonna obviously like I said, lose. Yeah, I mean, I disagree with you there. I think the Jazz. Yeah, they're good with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert, but they're just better teams in the conference. We yeah, that's saw not what's it. That's how not- good the, how we saw how good the Suns are with Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. We also saw we also saw how the like how good the Nuggets are. No, that's not what I said. I said I thought the Nuggets. I thought the Jazz. Oh, you said. Oh, I thought you said the Jazz. But yeah, the Nuggets are fine. I think the Phoenix Suns will win. And then who do you think will win it all? I think it will be the Philadelphia 76ers. I think. I don't. I don't know where you're going with this. I mean, the 76ers. Yeah, they're fine. They have Tobias Harris. They have Joel Embiid. You said Joel Embiid's good. I don't disagree with you there. But like. The seventy-six, like the Nets, the, I don't think the Nets will win it. I think, I think, Suns, I think, I think the Suns will win it. No, I think Steph Curry though. I think he'll score like a couple fifty-point games, and I think he'll really. Yeah, maybe. Um, but I think the Suns will win it. They have Devin Booker, Chris Paul, like I've said, really good, and um, you know, the Suns—they're in a good position to win it all. Um. So are the Nets. You look at the Nets, James Harden, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie Irving. They're all very good. So we'll see. I think Phoenix will win it all, and they'll beat the Nets, like I said last week. All right, and then the final question is, how far do you think the Knicks can make it? I think they'll win against the – I think they will beat the Hawks, but then I think they're going to lose against the 76ers. Yeah, I think I have to agree with you there. The Knicks, they're fine. They're very good. They're not getting past. They're, if they beat the Hawks, they're playing probably playing the one seed, the 76ers. They're not getting past the 76ers. Yeah, All right. That will wrap it up for this NBA segment of this podcast. Let's take it over to soccer. Hello and welcome to this podcast. So first we'll go to our big games, then we'll go to our question week, and then finally to our rankings. So first, right into our big games. So first, we have Juve versus Inter Milan. So although Inter Milan have already clinched the title, they still had a big game against Juve. Um, and they lost 3-2. Both teams got a red card. I think it was Ben for Juve and 
if I'm not mistaken. It was Bozovich for... Yeah, Bozovich for Inter Milan. So, not to... I mean, the game got a little hot-headed towards the end. But, I mean, it's what you would expect. It's a rivalry, so... Juve did win, but... I'm, thanks to a Ronaldo goal. And... Uh, I forget who else. I'm pretty sure. Quadrado. Quadrado. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ronaldo scored twice, scored an 88 minute, 88th minute pen, um, and Lukaku scored for Milan, and also a Chiellini goal. So to our second game of the week, I guess it was a week ago, but it was Arsenal versus Chelsea. So with Chelsea, with the Champions League final on the horizon for them, they were really just looking to to try to solidify their place in um in the Champions League spots for next season. But they could not do that because because of a sloppy play by Jorginho trying to play it back to... Did Kepa start? I, I don't think so. It was back to Kepa. Yeah, yeah. So Kepa was starting. And, I mean, he gave it away to Aubameyang, who was ready. And he, he slotted it back for Smith-Rowe, who, who dispatched. And I believe that was his first goal in the Premier League, right? Or did he... He might have scored earlier. I don't know. I yeah. might be wrong, but... It, it might, might not been. have been. Whatever. But it's still a big goal for Arsenal. Keeps their chance at Europa League alive. I mean, it's very... They're riding on a slim chance, but... Who knows? I mean, two match days left. Six points up for grabs. Not playing... They're playing teams who are in the middle. Not fighting for relegation. Not fighting for... Champions League spots or anything. There's nothing to play for for the other teams, so maybe Arsenal can get those six points and maybe have a chance. So, um, yeah, for our next big game, it is Leicester versus Chelsea. So, this game, I, I, as a Chelsea fan, you might call me biased, but it was not, the VAR was not the best. Okay, uh, uh, that's all I'll say. So, Chelsea lost 1-0 to Leicester. But the thing was, Chelsea got a disallowed goal for V8 for offside at the very end, when I think it might have been onside. But then, Leicester's first goal, the player, what, Luke, Iose Perez, he handled the ball with his arm, and that's how Luke Thomas, the assister to Yuri Tielemans, got the ball. So, I just think that it might have gone Leicester's way. Like, VAR might have been a little too biased. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, and I think the thing with VAR is it's, the traditional purpose was to be brought in if the ref, if there's a clear and obvious error, as stated in the rules. So, if the ref makes a clear and obvious error, it is for VAR to intervene. But, if the ref makes no error, there's no, but when it's that obvious, like that handball on the offside, it's VAR's job to intervene. But the problem is they're, it's, it's patchy. It's not, it's not consistent. It should either be not at all, like very little, only when there are the small errors or big errors that could have find the game. Or when the, or it should be all the time when they're, when it's important, not spotty to make, cause then it makes it seem like it's favoring one team or another. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, though, Leicester won, and just congrats to them because they haven't won that, that cup yet in their history. 
I mean, although it may seem like it was a little biased, but the game, yeah, just give credit to, give credit to Lester, you don't stand, you need, yeah. And, yeah, so for our final game of the week, we had Roma versus Latvia. Um. Well, I, I can do this. Um, yeah, so, Lazio, they needed to win this game so they could still have their Champions League hopes alive. But they didn't. And because they couldn't execute the... Because they couldn't execute a win, um, they... They... They, they like they lost to Roma two zero, and that meant they not they're not in the they can't get Champions League or European um, Europa League. So it yeah I mean it's no, not I, I actually to intervene I think they might be able to because Juve got the ban. Um, no, they, they haven't got banned yet. Yeah, they did. Um, uh, where did you see uh, that? We'll talk more in, in a minute. But where did you see that? Um. Yeah. Oh. They they no they would get banned if they did not pull out of the Super League. No, 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 it's already been released. They haven't pulled out. There was and yeah, it was released I think recently that they would be they, none of them have pulled out and it's already been said that they're not going to pull out. So our that that's a nice segue into our question of the week which is in the absence of Barcelona, Real Madrid and Juve from this two years Champions League who could step up and win the title? Again, if they do withdraw, it's not. It means they're back in. But it doesn't seem likely that they'll withdraw at this point. Right? And I think UEFA has to want to make a decision soon. So it looks as though it will be without them for the next two years. So who will step Who could step up? It's not because we don't know yet for sure. But who, who's seen the team who could come win the title? And, I mean, who would, we normally wouldn't see winning the title. Okay, so in my opinion, I would say not PSG, not Man. Maybe I would say maybe Man City. So okay, I'll label this for each for the top five leagues, or maybe I should do this for Serie A and La Liga. So for La Liga, I would say the teams that would step up and win the Champions League and La Liga would be Atletico Madrid for La Liga and. And then no, Sevilla for La Liga and Atletico Madrid for um. What? Uh, you mean you mean Sevilla for La Liga and another team for Sevilla? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And also, people, I just want to say something quickly. You may have predicted about who was going to win La Liga like a few weeks ago. Me and Ethan's predictions were wrong. He was he was very. On Barcelona winning the league. It's all said and done. I mean, it's not all said and done, but it's pretty much solidified. Athletic have the title. I'm not. They almost beat Osasuna. No. Okay. Yeah. But if they if they slip against Osasuna and uh, Real Madrid win, then it's Real Madrid. But I think I mean Atletico Madrid. As long as they can cool and calm and and composed when they play and. And hopefully don't run into too many problems. I think it'll be there. Anyway, so back to the question. I also think, and maybe in other leagues as well, not just only those leagues, but I think maybe, um, maybe Lil. I think as much as we, we know, we don't know if they're going to win the title, but I don't think 
they're gonna be, they're gonna be able to have a long a long stay in the top in Champions League. Well, I think they're gonna they're gonna be trying to make the most of it, and I think they could next season maybe make a deep run and focus all their energy into that opposed to winning the league again. Well, yeah, I, well, I think Leo's gonna be a one-season wonder like Ajax. Like they get into the championship, they 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 get they get to the they get to the semis, but then they get knocked out, and then like the next two years they're like they're not they're not qualifying or they're not making it out of their group. Like yeah, Leo have to take advantage. And I would definitely say Sevilla has to Sevilla has to take advantage. Sevilla has to take advantage too, and maybe Roma because these are teams that normally don't get Champions League, but now they are because but Valencia has been doing that. So it says some of these under some of these teams in history that have been iconic, they need to step up once or if. Real, Barca, and Juve, they are suspended from these things. So, yeah. Yeah. I think that could be a defining factor in this, um, in the, in the, in the Champions League. As much as there are still the big clubs who might get it done, like Man City, of course, PSG. But, I mean, it, it isn't ideal always to see it is an ideal to see these big clubs go out but it's right it's rightfully so they haven't pulled out and i mean yeah we'll just continue to see as it goes along all right so now we'll end it with our rankings so at number 10 fresh off being crowned champions league of Liga nos we have sporting lipson i mean they haven't really been in our rankings much team from other foreign leagues i guess you could say and i guess that's what, I mean, you're not really expecting it, but you could expect these teams to be more frequent as the big clubs aren't playing as well, and it's harder to include them. But congrats to them for winning the title and playing well. All right. Um, you can take the next one. The next one is Napoli. Um, well, yeah, Napoli have done really well lately, and you got to give credit to them. I mean, Carlo Ancelotti, man, Carlo Ancelotti did a very bad job last year with managing, um, managing Napoli, and they had to have an unexperienced coach in Gennaro Gattuso take over. But Gattuso has done really well, and now Napoli could be getting Champions League. Crazy to see how they would be stealing the spot from Juve. So yeah, yeah. And then in number in number eight is Lil. So Lil, I mean, yeah, they they slipped up, but that like with this quality, like a like a team with not the best players in the world competing for first place in the league, huh, is incredible. But they did tie to Saint Etienne, but they're still in first place though. So it's going down to the buzzer, people, the buzzer. Who will win Ligue 1? And then in number 7, we have Atalanta. I mean, yeah, they've done really well second half of the season. I think they were in 7th place, like, in mid, mid, like in December. So it's, like, great to see how they come back from the dead. And they've 
they've managed to scrape a Champions League again. Um, so, yeah. And at number six, so we have Dortmund. It's been a dream week for them. So, after looking like they weren't going to qualify for Champions League this this coming season, they got the three points at, at Mainz. Um, Wolfsburg also got, got a Champions League spot because um, now um, Frankfurt cannot catch either of them. So it's I think that's great for Dortmund. And, I mean, that's a huge turning point because it gives, I mean, Erling Haaland, if they don't have Champions League football for him, not it doesn't look good. But, I mean, now that they can offer that, I mean, it could be a huge turning point in keeping him at the club. Well, maybe, but also, I think Holland, if if um if Dortmund can't win the Bundesliga, or if it's super tough for Dortmund to get Champions League, then he might want to switch. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. So now at number five we have PSG. So they, after losing to Lil and Pan City, they look down and out. But now with Lil slipping. They have a chance to clinch the title and salvage something from this otherwise season of woes. And, I mean, could it be Mbappe's last time shooting up for PSG? Who knows, maybe it could be. I don't know, but we'll see. At number four, we have Liverpool. Wow. Allison. What a... Yeah. I mean, who, knew, who knew goalies could use their heads so well? He scored the game-winning header 90, 95th minute. I mean, it was brilliant. He comes all the way up because it was the only way that Liverpool were even going to have a chance at Champions League. Comes up, last minute against West Brom, he dispatches, puts that header right right in the back of the net. And I mean, brilliant from him, honestly. You don't expect teachers to do that well. That's what I Today, it was, I mean, yesterday, it was amazing. Yeah. I mean, his quality has been on and off. Not great this season so far. I mean, I have to say, it's not been the best. It's been much worse. It's, I mean, he, in this season alone, he's had more mistakes than Karius, who had two big mistakes in the Champions League final for Liverpool. I mean, I get, but at number three, you can take this one. Number three, we got Real Madrid. Um, well, yeah, they've done really, really well after they lost to uh, Levante in, I want to say January. And ever since that, they've been on a win, like a, not, they haven't lost a single game yet. And, I mean, yeah, it's, it's great to see Real Madrid, like, impressing Zinedine Zidane in his last few games at the club managing but actually i do want to say those news have been um those news newses have been ended by zidane that is not true people do not listen to me and yeah okay good yeah zidane is going to be staying at the club i mean unless something happens where they don't want him to be coached for whatnot so oh number two we stay with la liga and we'll go for atletico madrid Great come from behind win win this Sunday to keep their to keep their spot at the top and I mean back in Jan 
back in December, we said, all right, it's over. I thought he had such a big lead, 10 points. And now, look at this. It's a real title race. I mean, the game with Barcelona was ever so crucial, as was as was the Madrid derby. I mean, what can we expect? I mean, if Simeone can finally do it, I think it'll be great because I think he can finally move on because he's wanted this title for a long time. And if he can get it, I think it'll it'll be a turning point for his coaching career where he can go and co find another place to coach and bring his coaching talents. Well, I mean, Simeone has already won La, La Liga with Atletico. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was It was that year where it went down to the buzzer. I think it was like 2014, 2013. Yeah. But, yeah, it's great to see how Diego Simeone's best, like, his side has the best defense. And now he can, like, he, he can get his team to score goals and win La Liga. Yep. But I did almost screw it up um, last time, so maybe... They might screw it up again. I mean, like, when they say screwing up, when I say screwing up, I mean, like, they screw it up again. Yeah. Alright. Uh, and the number one, uh, the champions of the Bundesliga, we have Bayern. Anything, Robert? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Robert, he got the 40 goals. It's incredible to see somebody in the country get 40 goals. In 30 games. And, well, yeah, I just wanted to say something to people. We all thought Robert Lewandowski season was doing when he got that injury. He was never going to get those six goals he needed. But look at those people. He's done it, but better. He's done it before the Bundesliga has finished. Okay? So, Robert Lewandowski can earn the Ballon d'Or next year. If he doesn't get the Ballon d'Or, I, I mean, if they cancel it, or if he doesn't get it, fuck, fuck the whoever manages the, whoever manages the, the, the Ballon d'Or. Because he has to damn twice. It's like when he has to order something, it's like when he has to order something on Amazon, he don't get it. Yeah. Alright. So that would just about wrap up this podcast. And... Thanks for listening. Bye.